Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to HR Work Break. I'm your host, Maddie Collins, editor of HR Daily Advisor. HR Work Break takes a quick but close look at everything human resources. For any HR professional, it's a must listen. I hope you learned something new, take some advice to heart, or simply stay abreast today's trending topics. Now, it's time for a work break. Welcome to the final part of our examination of the question, do your company values truly encompass everyone? In the past two episodes, I was joined by John Register, Paralympic silver medalist, board member of the American Association of People with Disabilities, and a member of Canary's Advisory Board. We'll pick up where we left off on how to do the work for DEIB initiatives. How do you show up? Do you add oxygen in your environment, depending upon of somebody's opposition to the way that you believe? That gets us closer to belonging. So once we do the work, now we are in the new normal mindset. Now we move from rebirth to the resolve. And resolve is I've done the work. I know exactly how I'm showing up. I'm never going back to the way it used to be. You need to catch up to where I am. It's not braggadocio. It's just because you've done the work. Yeah. It's just the fact of the matter, kind of like how you were telling some of those like bigger brand companies who claim to be very focused on DEI, but they haven't shown it. And you're like, you need to do the work. You need to get to this point. And that's hard work. I do not sugarcoat that, right? That's where in my company, Inspired Communications International, and in working with Canaries, we're lock and step in that, you know, as they do on the technology side, and I do on the kind of brick and mortar on kind of shifting mindset around it. And then we got to get a third person to come and actually train them. I do a little bit of it, but not a lot. I set the stage. And so I know my sweet spot. And the stage is set in between that jump and the rebirth. Those two hardest things to get people to do because there is no book that can tell you how to do it. You can have 10 points on this, seven points on that, five points on this. They help you, but they do not jump for you. And only you know if you made the jump and the commitment or not, or you know if you're blowing smoke, right? That's on you. And so that's why this work is so difficult. And my audience, they shift in their seat a little bit because I challenge when they believe they're at the resolve and now they have to go back and teach it to somebody else. They shift a little bit because I say, okay, you've been at this conference, you've been on this job or whatever, you know, you need to make this shift and jump. I want you to make one step towards it by 10 o'clock tomorrow. And I want you to check in. So the action step I will give and the challenge I'll give to audience members or to groups I'll speak to is by 10 o'clock the next morning, what is the one step that you can make towards that vision that you know you must make the one step and don't hold yourself accountable to it because none of us hold ourselves accountable to anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We won't do it. We get back home from the conference or from work or whatever, and we get to cooking or we get to, you know, the family time and whatever we do, and we forget about it most of the time. So what we have to do is put on the calendar for 10 o'clock the next morning or whatever time, and we find an accountability partner that we will pick up the telephone and call. And for millennials and Zs out there, this is another challenge because we do texting, but that's how we communicate. You know, I even saw one person when I was teaching a college class, they sent a drop the class by an emoji that dropped the book, right? (laughs) So (laughs) So I get it. But this is a push to actually physically call somebody because that's another commitment that someone else can hold you accountable to what you say you're going to do. You don't have to share with them what it is. You can just say, you know what? I made one step progress on that. Yeah. And the action step becomes, can I check in with you next week to tell you my next step that I made towards it? Yeah. And you call them and don't send them a text message. Don't send them an email. Don't send them a, you know, Instagram, call them. And that will push you beyond your wildest dreams on what you can actually get done because now we're holding each other accountable and we have to come up with an answer because we know 10 o'clock is coming tomorrow. 
Yeah, definitely. First off, thank you for this amazing conversation, John. It was really fun. You're a delight to talk to. And I think this is a topic that needs more discussion, especially in HR and in the workplace. But as I had mentioned earlier, this podcast airs on Fridays. So I'd love to know what you're looking forward to this weekend. This weekend is Veterans Day. Yeah, so that's an important Friday for you too. That's very important. Something amazing just happened to me this week. I met two people that I served in Desert Shield, Desert Storm with. One at a presentation I was giving that was in the audience. We were in the same unit and went to the war together. We haven't seen each other since 1990. Oh, wow. He gave me a resource for our unit that I was with out of 18th Airborne Corps. And the very next day, I got a call from another buddy I hadn't spoken with in about 30 years. I mean, this two and two days. And this was my battle buddy. He was the one that I did a lot of, you know, we talked a lot. And after I left the war, we really didn't keep in contact with each other. And so he was struggling with some stuff and trying to piece some things together from that, you know, short war. Even though it was short, we went through some pretty gnarly things. So he's trying to piece some things back together. And I got a call from him when he was in with his uh, counselor. And yeah, so he was... I was trying to help him piece some things back together, but I just got this resource from another buddy of ours that was the day before. And so when you think in that context, I'm thinking about 1990 when this thing kicked off and he believes I'm the same person I was 30 years ago to the day to call me because that's what his mind to remember. Yeah. And so thank goodness, you know, I'm <laughs> hey, still here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. because a lot happens in, you know, 30 years. And so that kind of blows me away. How consistent can we be over the course of our life and the people that we meet? How consistent can we be? And I was on a television show the other day when the person said, thank you for your service. I said, that's the action step on thank you for your service for me is a matter of reading the United States Constitution. And here's why, Maddie, because my service was not to war. It was to uphold the values of the U.S., Absolutely. But we don't think about that when we're saying that. We say, well, you've protected our freedoms. And so, yeah, but in what context? Because there are some of my you know, battle buddies and stuff, they didn't go to war, but they still served, right? Yeah. But we often think about war first. The oath is that I, for this Veterans Day, for your listening audience, is to, when you say thank you for your service, think about the oath that that person took. And the oath is that I'm going to protect and defend the United States Constitution against all enemies foreign and domestic, and to bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That's the oath that enlisted and officers take. You know, generically, we'll, we'll say that. So, and when we served and we got out, no one ever came up to us and unoathed us. It's something that you stand by for your entire life. It's ingrained in you for that. And so the question I have, the action step I have for the audience that out there on Veterans Day is to get the app of the United States Constitution, because ask yourself, was the last time you read it? I was going to say, the last time I read it, I think, was in high school. <laughs> right. I mean, at civics class, which we don't have any longer in our schools. I was in a lucky situation. I was in like a constitutional studies course. And like, that's why I went so in depth into it. And I don't know if as many of my peers did that as well. Right. And so we have the preamble. It's a very short read. You can read that, you know. <laughs> it's like less than a lunch break. <laughs> less, less. And then read, you know, the get into the articles. Go to the first seven. Why is the fifth article the most important article? I believe, in the Constitution, because it leads us into, I won't give, I won't spill the beans, <laughs> because you need to do your own work. I'm not going to do it for you. Yeah, no spoon feeding here. <laughs> and then go to the amendments. Why do we have amendments? What was the context of these people that wrote the Constitution during these times of when Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> right, is writing in a room with his nephew, who's half white, half black, 
who will not experience the freedoms that he's writing about in that room. That's a trippy, that's a psychological. Like a lot of cognitive dissonance going on there. Holy cow, right? That's, I can't even imagine. And then, you know, if you get a chance to go to the African-American Museum in D.C., you'll see Jefferson standing there with the Jefferson line and the Hemings line, right? So these things, I think, are really important around Veterans Day to expand our, the Constitution, these people that wrote this document and what they were thinking about. Not, you know, not necessarily your constitutionalist, but just for our own awareness of it. Yeah. So we don't have to somebody else telling us what to think about it. We can do our own work. That's why I won't get, I won't spill the beans. So you got to, got to do your own work. Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> but John, if you're rereading the constitution this Friday, I hope you have a good time reading it at the very least, you know? I will. I always discover something new, you know, like how states are formed and, you know, how to add and things. And it brings it back to this expanse, right? Of in Washington, DC, what's the license plate say? No taxation without representation. I was just in D.C. visiting my sister, so I was like, I, did, I wasn't paying attention to the cars because she doesn't have one there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a foundational thing, you know, when you look at it, right? And the, how we're going to to pay for stuff. And so they get caught with all these bills for these massive parades and, and things. And people commute in from Virginia and from Maryland. And, you know, they're they're not getting a vote. <laughs> yeah. Almost on every single, like, house we walked past whenever we were, like, bumping around her neighborhood, there was, like, such a push for statehood just because, like you said, taxation without representation. Absolutely. I mean, that just makes sense. And But then now we politicize it. So that's the whole thing, right? So let's go back to the basics of what states' rights are and all, you know, how we add. Puerto Rico is another one, right? Prime example. So yeah, so I think it's really interesting to just reread and then come back and say to that veteran, thank you for protecting our freedom in the United States Constitution and for standing up to all enemies, foreign and domestic. And thank you for bearing true faith and allegiance to the same. Yeah. And never being unoathed. Now that gives a deeper meaning than the, the colloquial, thank you for your service. Yeah. Well, thank you for never being on oath and thank you for standing for all of that. And I will definitely reread the Constitution. My mom will be excited. She's a history teacher and she reads it every single year. <laughs> but again, John, thank you so much for your time. This is a pleasure. This is a really great conversation. Thank you so much, Maddie. Again, I'm Maddie Collins and thank you for listening. Join us next Friday or whenever you need a work break.